This podcast is also brought to you by Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is so easy to use. It's simple, it's fast, it's effective. It's the easiest way to distribute your podcast to every major platform and in the quickest way. I've gone through other websites to host podcasts, and it's a pain in the butt. Anchor does it for you. Join Anchor.fm and do your podcast the right way. And if you're looking to start a podcast, contact one of us at ATV Sports, as we're looking for podcasters for nearly every professional sports team right now. If you think you'd be a good fit, you can also apply at our website, www.atbsports.net. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. What is up? Welcome back. This is the Lake Effect. I'm your host, Chandler Adams, and we're here to talk Indians trade deadline. I know that we do Monday, Thursday show releases, but I held off on Monday. I thought, hey, you know what? I want to talk the Indians on the trade deadline on Wednesday. Thankfully, they made a blockbuster trade, which we'll get into in a little bit. But thank you again for listening. This is episode 20, so it's a little bit of a milestone for me. We're almost to 2,000 downloads. We're right at about 100 per episode, so thank you all so much. Uh, I know I've got listeners in Denmark, uh, Panama, England, Australia. You guys are all great. And uh, But yeah, let's talk Indians baseball. The Indians trade Trevor Bauer in a blockbuster move that lands them. Fran Mill Reyes, Yasiel Puig, Scott Moss, Victor Nova, and Logan Allen. Three prospects. Um, You know they're not the most highly touted prospects. But the real centerpiece and icing on the cake for this deal was Franmil Reyes, 24 years old, standing 6 foot 5, 280 pounds. This guy is an absolute monster. He's only batting about 250. He's got 27 homers. And he signed through 2025. It's exactly what the Indians needed. They needed a power bat. They needed young, cheap players if they want hopes of if they have hopes of signing Francisco Lindor back. And Framil Reyes fits perfectly in the AL. Doesn't have to play the field. He can DH. You know the Indians are trying to get a big poppy of their own. And Yasiel Puig, he's batting about two fifty, just like Reyes. He has 22 homers. But when you look at Puig, you instantly think of his base stealing ability and his defense. And I'm not saying he's the most sound defender in the MLB. But what separates him is his arm strength and his ability to throw people out. He actually makes quite a few, not errors, but mistakes. He does little things wrong he could do better. But the dude's such a freak in nature that he compensates for that. I'm not the biggest fan of Puig, but 
as long as he respect respects that it's not his team, um, and still brings that same passion, I think I'll like him just fine. Um, but the Reds get Trevor Bauer in that trade, and the Padres get Taylor Trammell, a prospect for the um, Reds. The truthfully, I don't know what the Reds. And the Padres were doing. I thought the Reds could have somehow got a little bit more than just Trevor Bauer, who probably won't be there through all of next year. Um, I just wrote an article about this. I Reds fans, I know you guys hate me for saying this. They're not contenders. The Cubs, Brewers, and Cardinals all have better rosters than you. They have a better pedigree as of the last 10 years. And that's not always a bad thing. Load up on prospects now. You guys have some tradable players. You know, um, my first one I always go to is Suarez. The dude can hit bombs, but that's not going to, when he's your only bat and he only bats 250, It's the, I'm not going to go on a Reds tangent. This is about the Cleveland Indians. Woo! When I saw those trades go through, when I saw that the Indians traded for Puig, um, I was kind of like, okay, that's good. And then when I saw Fran Mel Reyes was in the deal, I swear to God, I was in my room, started screaming, and my brother ran in my room because he thought that something had happened to me. That's how loud I was screaming. The dude's a beast. Um, you know, Scott Moss, he's a left-handed starting pitcher prospect. That's something the Indians lack tremendously. Um, ERA about 350. Not too bad. You know, he could turn out. If the Indians do something great, it's grooming pitchers. And then Victor Nova, outfielding prospect from the pros- from the Padres that they got. Uh, he's batting around 330 in rookie ball. So, you know, that one just is going to take time. You know, 20% of prospects traded turn out. So... And then Logan Allen, um, his numbers aren't very good. Uh, I don't see him doing anything. I think he was just kind of a throw-in. But um, what does this mean for the Indians? This means you now have two guys in your lineup that can hit. Right, Fran Reyes is instantly the Indians' leader in home runs. He hasn't even worn a jersey yet. Um, Yasiel Puig is tied for second with Carlos. Yasiel Puig is second in steals on the Indians now. Um, and, you know, the Indians load up on the farm system a little more. But what's important is the Indians barely gave up anything to get this haul. And I know, you know, Trevor Bauer, we got, we got rid of one of our best pitchers. I've been watching a lot of MLB Network today. I've seen a lot of Indians gave up arguably their best pitcher. Hold the freaking phone, people. Trevor Bauer is not the Indians' best pitcher. First and foremost, and I know Shane Bieber's done very well this year. Very, very well. Corey Kluber didn't hurt his throwing arm. Corey Kluber is going to come back and be just fine. You know, Corey Kluber is the way he is for a reason. He works harder than most people. 
Corey Kluber's going to come back. Corey Kluber is still the Indians' best pitcher. I believe that full-heartedly. And I'm not saying I'm always right, because I'm wrong most of the time. Just ask my girlfriend. I've never been right. (laughs) But, Corey Kluber is a Hall of Fame pitcher. Shane Bieber's great. He's still young. If it's the playoffs, I'm taking Corey Kluber over Shane Bieber. And that's nothing against Shane Bieber. Shane, Bieber's, Shane Bieber could very well end up in the Cy Young voting this year. But you still you get rid of Bauer, and you still have Kluber, Bieber, Clevenger, and um, this guy named Danny Salazar is finally making his return tomorrow. So that'll be interesting. He's on a 70-pitch limit. He's been pitching well. And I think people forget how good of a pitcher Danny Salazar was before the injury. I mean, he was pitching mid-three mid ERA. He was throwing, you know, at his peak, he was throwing 185 innings with a 3.4 ERA and 195 strikeouts. He's a pitcher that has thrown more strikeouts than innings pitched his entire career. And by a pretty big margin. Which I know doesn't seem that good. But think about it like this. You watch a normal pitcher. Say you're watching the Indians tonight. That'd mean... Or say you're watching Danny Salazar Thursday. You're watching Danny Salazar tomorrow. Or if you're listening to Thursday today. Whenever. That'd mean he's striking out more than one pitcher an inning. More, more than one batter an inning on average. The dude was good. A ten, a, above 10 strikeouts per nine inning. If Danny Zalazar can come back to 90%, 85% of what he was at his peak, which I don't see why he can't. Pitchers are pitching longer than ever. You know, he's worked his ass off in rehab to get back to this spot. Many said he never would. So you have Kluber, Bieber, Clevenger, Salazar, and then you have your mix of young guys. Plus it. God damn. Zach's been good. I hate saying his last name. I mess it up every time. Zach's been good. Plutko's been all right. You know, will we see Savali again? Probably not. But. And then relievers, you now have Hunter Wood that we just got from the Rays. Tyler Clippard's been better as of late. Nick Wittegreen. Uh, you you guys ha- you have guys like AJ Cole who have had a couple good outings. Dan Otero's supposed to be coming back. Tyler Olson, Nick Goody. Um, I might be missing a few, but then. You know, the big one's Brad Hand, our closer. Uh, He's still one of the best closers in all of baseball. So the pitching staff is still stacked. Bauer is not going to determine whether or not we make the playoffs. Bauer was likely not to determine whether or not we won a playoff series. And I love Bauer. I'm a big advocate for him. I've gotten in many fights over the past couple days on Twitter backing him up. But that's the pitching staff. Now... It's what people, you know, turn on. Most people turn on the TV to watch the bats, which the Indians have lacked this year. 
the now with the lineup, you can have it one through nine. Lindor, Mercado, Carlos, Puig. Now the only reason I don't put Reyes at fourth because he does have more home home runs. Puig has an abundance of more RBIs. Um, it's just I think Puig almost has a hundred RBIs to Reyes is like fifty or sixty. I could be wrong on that. I don't know the exact numbers, but it's close to that. So you got Lindor, Mercado, Carlos, and Puig is your first four. Then Jose Reyes, DH. Kip batting seventh. Roberto batting eighth. And then batting ninth, I would have Naquin. Um, and then Luplo when it's against a left-handed pitcher. Um, you know, Naquin will have to make the adjustment to left field. But I would keep Puig in right field. Naquin's a very good outfielder. He'll be able to adjust. And then, you know, for utility guys, you have Freeman that can um, fill in a spot. You have Plowecki that can fill in for Roberto. You have Bowers who can fill in. I would send that kid to Triple H. He's 23. I think he's got a lot of potential. Send him down. Let him play every day. Call him up for spot starts. That kind of thing. Uh, Greg Allen might see a few more games, but just like Jake Bowers, let him keep growing. Uh Not only do you get more power in your bats with this lineup, you know, you have Lindor who can hit a home run at any given time, Carlos, Yasiel, Jose, Franmil. You know, so you have five guys that can hit a home run. Uh, you know, that the batters that the pitchers fear. But you now have Lindor, Puig, and Jose, and even Oscar to a certain point. Four guys that can steal, steal at any given time. You know, and sometimes a guy's on first, he steals second. That's the difference in a game. You know, if, especially if there's two outs, you go from first to second, and then someone hits a um, base hit. That's knocking you in. Sometimes that's the difference of a game. And uh, Puig is very efficient at that. Jose and Frankie are super good at that. Uh, Oscar's getting a lot better at that. And this Indians team, I think, is poised to make a World Series run. My reason being, the Yankees didn't get better at the deadline. The Twins didn't get much better at the deadline. The Astros got better at the deadline. But... Anything can happen in the playoffs. And right now the Indians are on the rise. You know, people are buying their stock. And the Twins are falling. They're selling the Twins. It's a situation where you just try to get to the playoffs. And then from there, if you face the Astros, you never wish injury upon people, but... Maybe one or two of their starting pitchers is hurt. Oh, maybe Verlander has a bad game in the playoffs. Very unlikely. But um, Grinky's been terrible in the playoffs. I know they got Zach Grinky today. He's been bad in the playoffs. He's no Justin Verlander. This is an Indians team that's poised to play with the best of them. I, I mean, out of your nine batter, I mean. <laughs> I look at this, if this is the lineup, Lindor, 
Mercado, Santana, Puig, Ramirez, Reyes, Kipnis, uh, Perez, and then Naquin. You know, the only two that I'm like, ugh, what are they going to do? Is Kipnis and Perez. And they've both been hot and cold this year. Um, But, you know, Naquin's been hitting the ball really well. Luplo's been hitting the ball really well. Framil Reyes can jack one at any given time. Jose's hotter than... I don't know what he's hotter than, but he's hot as hell right now. Oh, Puig, he finds a way. Not a very good contact hitter, but he can hit one out. Carlos on base percentage is like 400-some. Oscar's batting around 300. Frankie's flirting with 300. This is a team that is not getting talked about enough. And when they, you know, the big news media is saying, oh, blockbuster deal, the Indians trade Trevor Bauer to the Reds. That's not the blockbuster. The blockbuster is the Indians got two good hitters to add to a lineup that only had five players with 10-plus home runs. They now have seven. That's huge. Seven of their players have 10-plus home runs. Before it was five. Things still need to go right. Kluber needs to come back healthy. Salazar needs to come back to himself. Clevenger needs to stay healthy. Shane Bieber needs to keep being dominant. Brad Hand needs to keep being dominant. A couple of the relievers need to step up. We have to hope Hunter Wood can play. Uh, you know, his his play so far in the MLB has suggested he can. And then outside of that, I think and I don't want to get hell myself, it's preparing for the future. Keep getting prospects like they are. Because, I'll tell you this, if they sign back Francisco Lindor, it's going to be Lindor, Mercado, Ramirez, Reyes, Naquin, Bowers, and a bunch of prospects. You know, they won't be able to afford guys like Carlos Santana. They won't be able to afford Puig. They're not going to be able to afford big-name guys. That's all right. The Indians do a great job in the farm system. They do a fantastic job of grooming pitchers, which you can only have five of them. So then you trade them to get guys like Puig and Reyes. I don't want to keep going on. Uh, I just wanted to get a short one out there. Uh, I got the Indians fever right now. I know Brown's training camp started, but God, I could talk about the Indians all day long. They got better. I think they're the favorites in the AL Central. I don't know if they're better than the Yankees yet. I don't know if they're better than the Rays. I don't know if they're better than the Red Sox. I don't know if they're better than the Astros. But all I know is we have two of the best players in the world. We have a few of the better pitchers in the league. And we got guys like Carlos Santana who can get on base. Oscar Mercado. And we've got a stout defensive lineup. The Indians might have just put themselves into World Series contention. 
but there's still a few more beasts to settle. In LA, New York, Houston. But we're gunning for them. That's all I've got for today. Probably wait until this weekend to drop a new episode. I'm going on vacation with my family up to Michigan. I'm bringing the stuff up there though because probably going to be able to get a few good recordings up there. But this is episode 20 of The Lake Effect with Chandler Adams. Peace out.